There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. Hold on one sec. Let me just throw this trash out with the baby water. The baby water? <laughs> yes, it's like... like is, that, is, that, is that water for babies or like water the babies has been in? <laughs> It's the bath. Ooh, I'm not drinking. Wa- it's the bath water the baby was in before you responsibly took it out. But you got to throw something out. So we got to put some trash in that bath water so we can throw the trash out with the bath water. Ah, uh, so it's it's more of like recycling that water so that the, the trash trash is in it. Well, no, we got to get this bath water out of here. It's gross and it's all tepid. It had a baby in it. We have to throw it out. Just don't throw the baby out with it. Yeah, get the baby out of that water. <laughs> get the baby out of that water. Get some it, trash in it. Just get whatever else you don't want in your house. Why, why are we putting the tra- why, do, why, do, why are we putting the trash in the water? Why are we just? Well, we're already throwing out the bath water. I guess it makes it easier to just sort of pour out into the <laughs> designated trash pour area. The river. I don't He's know. This this expression "throwing the baby out with the bath water" comes from a long time ago. So I'm assuming it's like a bowl that you put your baby in. Wait, that's that's a real expression? Yeah, it's don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, that would be horrible if that happened. <laughs> I know. Why did someone feel the need to advise that? Did they do it? <laughs> I hope not. My alternate interpretation was just, yeah, that water's for babies. <laughs> I drink adult, I drink premium adult water. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Welcome to the But Yeah Podcast with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Eamon. And I'm Zeb. And Tomb Fever has swept across the nation. Oh no! The new movie is out, all the teens are watching it, and they're loving it. Even though it doesn't seem like it's for children, there's a lot of small children at the cinema that I went and saw it at. Um, which cinema did you see it at? Oh, I, I saw it at, uh, I, I saw a trailer on YouTube. Oh, so you're just absorbing it sort of through the cultural um, experience. I didn't know there was a new one. To be honest. So, our fast jumping girl is back. Again. And she is just going very fast and jumping the furthest you've ever seen her. It's amazing. And she's also <laughs> invincible. This sounds a lot like the game I played of this. The Tomb Raider game is very different from the, the newer one. It's very different from the old Tomb Raider games where you solved puzzles and did mysteries. Now it's just sliding down hills and killing millions of people. With a bow and arrow and never dying. Well, the fun thing in the movie is she never dies, which is great for the franchise. That's always really good. Like, sorry, I guess, I guess spoiler alert. I think it's supposed to be a prequel. I- Lara Croft doesn't die in the new Tomb Raider. <laughs> she, she doesn't die. Oh, no, don't. If you if you're scared of spoilers, skip past that bit. We just did because. <laughs> oh, no. So I went and saw that and just sort of got engrossed in the entire fictional world of the Tomb Raider. What tomb was she raiding this time? Uh, this time it was an ancient tomb, not one of those modern tombs. Oh. It was one of those real ancient ones and um, she had some clues to lead her there and it was a journey to get there. She did a lot of running, a lot of falling and sliding and she got damaged quite a lot and then slept for a little bit and then felt better. So that's exactly like the game. Is this just a, is this just 
footage of the game. And that's what they made. That's the movie. Tomb Raider, the game, the movie. Raiden the tomb. What's the MacGuffin? What's the MacGuffin in this one? What's the artifact he's after? So in this movie, she... Okay, well, I'm not going to give that away, but... Is it like a ma- magical monkey? It's sort of time-traveling eye? I'll, I will tell you that she trained to get this artifact by riding a bike a lot and by boxing. Ah, it's a fitness? <laughs> it's a fitness test. <laughs> it's just at the end, it's like, the prize is you. <laughs> Your new healthier lease on life. I don't want to give away this movie. No, I'm happy with that. It's all a fitness app. So I know a lot of people um, are excited to find out where exactly our good friend, the fast running girl, Lara Croft, ends up this episode of the movie. But it is a very exciting film. She never dies, which really bothers me. Like, I know she shouldn't die, but she does a lot of stuff that should kill her. And she just keeps keeps on going through sheer willpower. <laughs> and also her everything on her heels immediately, I think, when she gets injured. That's exactly like the game, because they don't do health bars anymore. You just have to wait behind a rock for a minute and then you go back to full health. <laughs> and the, all the marmalade gets off your screen and then you keep playing. <laughs> so as far as actual real information goes, this is based on the game. Just so okay. you know, the movie. Um... I guess they always, I guess they always were though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I had a real idiot moment at the very start where um, all the, all my favorite ads and like the game I play where it's the advertisement is either car or deodorant that all finished and it started the started the movie and Square Enix came up on the screen I was like huh Square Enix that's a games company are they the ones who did uh, Ratchet and Clank or something and then I like looked over to Rose and she was like no I think they probably made Tomb Raider and I was like oh oh what have I done <laughs> this is not good brain Wait, Square, you don't know who Square Enix is? I know of Square monster. Enix and I I know they, that they do that good thing, but I completely Final forgot. Fantasy. <laughs> I didn't know Final, Final Fantasy. I don't know Kingdom Final Hearts. Fantasy that well, but I should have known that the movie that I went and saw that had a games <laughs> company pop up on the screen was the one that made Tomb Raider. Idiot. <laughs> I didn't know they did. I thought they were like Naughty Dog or something, which is Ratchet and Clank. No, maybe it isn't. That's not right. Ra- okay, where? Let's skip. Let's just move on. No, wait, on. they're Squaresoft? I don't know. Let's move on from this part where we both look like idiots. I think it is Squaresoft. Square so- a lot of them have Square in their name. I guess because games typically appear on a sphere. Yeah, let's move on to my anecdote of what I, what I did this week, which honestly wasn't much. But I was standing in a, uh, an RSL club the other day, waiting for my food, and just kind of zoned out and looking at the TV. And it had like the horse races on for somewhere or something. And I was like looking at it. I'm not a big fan of horse races. I don't generally watch them. So I'm not in with the culture. But like I was looking at the names of some of the horses and like they're not what I'd ex- they're not like normal animal or human names. Like there was one that was called Supply and Demand. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was the name of their horse? <laughs> like it's just these long phrases for their names. One was Ventura Storm, the Taj Mahal. They had the in their name. Wow. You reckon- Imagine having the in your name. You reckon the guy who just picked Taj Mahal is annoyed at that guy who picked the Taj Mahal? Probably, because it implies that there is no other Taj Mahal when there clearly is in this case. Do you think if horses could watch TV, they would watch virtual horse races? Probably. Or like they, like if they played games, they might play horse- They might be very offended by the whole sport, but I guess Probably. it's kind of like people races- what if we had they, they, virtual people races and you could bet on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why Why are we making virtual horse races when we can just put any animal in there? Yeah, yeah. You could face off heaps of different animals, more like a Mario Kart type setup. And they all have different stats and advantages and they 
They probably shoot mushrooms at each other God, or something. God, I hate old 1900s people who are like, oh, I like horse races. Let's make our virtual race just horses or just dogs. Can you have a little bit of imagination and creativity in the creatures you're going to race? Can you make it so it seems like it's at least a little bit happy for them? <laughs> Can you give them like an open world to race through in your virtual video game betting system? Yeah, like, we can make it better. We can make it better. What if it was more like a maze? Like a, like a mouse race? Oh my god, what if, what if we got a real sport and the sport is 10 jockeys and their horses are released into a maze <laughs> and they have to get out? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just sort of zooming around, but like, they can't go too fast. They're just gonna sort of canter about. <laughs> In this, in this, I wonder if that would freak horses out. I don't know. Horses are pretty skittish. They probably wouldn't like <laughs> a dense, a series of dense hallways. <laughs> I guess it could be more, it could be more open, I guess. What if it was just the jockeys? <laughs> like it, there was a, about 10 mazes with a heap of jockeys and one horse in the center. And they had to get through the maze, get on the horse and then race out of the maze and into the horse race. Like a horse triathlon. <laughs> well, that is how horse races work. Before every horse race, the jockeys have to make their way out of the maze. It's a whole other event. <laughs> and then when they get to the end, probably not another maze, but a maze just for the horse. Nah, the horse would be exhausted. Nah, be the jockey. The horse race, the horse maze would have to be at the start and the jockey maze would have to be at the end. <laughs> if, if there's two mazes nested either side of this race. No, I think what happens is at the end of every horse race, they all run to a field and they let the horses go and all the jockeys have to catch them again. <laughs> but they're too short to. But they, but they can't because horses are much faster than humans. Do you know the movie Spirit? No. What's the that? Famous horse movie Spirit about a horse that finds itself. Oh, yeah. It's like an animated one. Yeah. There's a TV. There's a Netflix series of that for like four seasons. What? Which is insane. It's so much. I feel like. Is it just the plot of the movie? I wish. I haven't watched it, but I, I feel like the movie captured a lot of this horse's character. I don't think we need much more. Is the movie the first instance of this story or was it like a book series or a hmm. television series before it was a movie? I'm not sure. Because where are they getting all this content from? Yeah, I no, mean, you, like, you I can't they... just make up horse dialogue. It's not that easy. Yeah, like you have to you have to find it in the wild. You have to just you can only discover it. I really like the equality push for the industry where we get real horses writing their own dialogue for characters that depict them. <laughs> That's how you got Bojack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> Just angry and sassy all the time. <laughs> kind of depressed. The thing that I, I like to think about this spirit series, though, is that the number of episodes means there's more and more chance for that joke to be in there. Where they're like, do you think we'll make it, spirit? Nay. I assume it opens with that, right? Like, how could they not open with that strong bit of content? Yeah, like that. I, I remember how the spirit movie opened with that line. And it was really powerful. It was like... It's poignant. First the winter came... And then we were wondering whether it would come back to summer, but nay, it never did. Just constantly making like nay, nay jokes. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> how are you going? What? Hey, did someone say hey? <laughs> no, that took a while to process. Okay, well, let's get back on track. Where were you at? With what you were talking about. Oh, there wasn't much else to it. It's just kind of funny how ridiculous that these jockeys name their horses, if the jockeys are naming them. Well, maybe the horses pick the name. Have you ever considered yeah, that? maybe. If so, horses have strange names. <laughs> or really, really, like, specific tastes. 
<laughs> this is my horse. He's called day trading. <laughs> they just love economics. <clears throat> Horses love economics and architecture. <laughs> and I guess meteorological events. I don't know. But yeah, um, I wasn't much else to say to it. That was just my thought of the week was like, huh. Horses have long names. And long manes. And long manes. Nay, let's not do these puns <laughs> indefinitely. So, hey, what day of the year is it that we're looking at this week? Well, from daysofau.com, it happens to be that one of their favorite days of the year, it's make up your own holiday day. They say it's a chance to throw away the rule book and celebrate however you like. Um, get together with your friends, create your own special holidays, and it might even... Be popular enough to end up on someone's calendar? That goddamn rule book. I'm so sick of living my life by it every day of the year. It's time to take one day out of this year and just go wild. It's just it's that blank card in the deck of Cards Against Humanity, which just says, go nuts. Do whatever you want. The card doesn't say go nuts on it. It doesn't, but that's what's implied. But that's the a text above when you click examine on the card. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Um, can I click eat on the card? I mean, you can, if you want, if you write that on it, I guess. Uh, so tell me, tell me a little bit about today. Let's make up your own holiday day. So you, sweet listener, could make up your own day today. But we are also going to make up our own day. And we thought we might get a little bit meta and make it Indie Podcasting Day. Which, I mean, there is, a, I think there is an international or just a normal podcast now. I think it's September 19th. But uh, nah, ignore that. Yeah, screw that day. This is your day and our day. Welcome. Yeah, this is for all the all the the regular peeps. I was gonna say the little boys. <laughs> no, no. This is we're gonna turn not this the, not the big kids. This is the primary kids area. We're gonna make this day into indie podcasting day today. Um, and I'm sure a whole heap of people who listen to this show, the ratio is like. 10 indie podcasters to like one random person who accidentally found it <laughs> and to you all who make podcasts we're celebrating you because you do great work even though no one's like giving you anything in return you put all this <laughs> energy and time into this cool thing you make and you let me listen to it every week i'm talking about shows that i've like stumbled on like what are some of your favorite ones Seb? um like i lately i've been listening to strange history or well, it's just called strange but it's like a history podcast i really like that um, in the past, I've been rewatching Adventure Time lately, and there's this podcast called Podventure Time, which is just like a companion. Yeah, I've been listening alongside it, and I've been enjoying that. I don't know. There's like a whole whole little list of them. Paper News Out Loud are really good too. Yeah, I love that. It's like abstract reality, and just it's really hard to tell whether they're being serious half the time because they mix in real information with <laughs> jokes about stuff and like unreality. And it's really fun. <laughs> what are the ones you like to listen to? Um, so one of my go-to ones is the Cryptid Keeper podcast, um, which I don't think I've managed to make you listen to yet, but it's fantastic. No, I have. I listened to the, the Ghost Grass episode. It was really cool. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, just like week to week, so reliable for entertainment and just a bit of history about them. But definitely like the hosts are just so amusing and they're there with the fresh meme lines every week. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of like a TV show companion sort of one, um, a great one I heard was Back to the Futurama, which is a Futurama companion one. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, that's that's really good. Uh, I enjoyed that one when I checked it out. Um, I don't listen to a whole lot of movie or TV ones because I don't feel like I have enough knowledge of movie or TV shows. 
Like, I listen to ones where I'm like, oh, this will make me decide if I want to watch the movie. But all I just feel is just, like, confused. I just don't know what's going on. Well, sometimes it's good because you can sort of just step through. And if the hosts are amusing, you can just enjoy them talking about it Mm. as its own thing. And there's a lot of shows like that. Yeah. Uh, so you had like a little bit of information on the history of podcasts or radio? Yeah, I went I went reading into the background of it and I don't know. It's something like podcasts are something I only recently, I guess, relatively recently engaged with in the lifespan of my life. But at some point they didn't exist. It was just radio. Back in the day, it was originally just called audio blogging, which I think is just such a <laughs> quaint term. Like, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I guess that's what it is. It kind of is. Kind of. Like, Blogging to me implies this is what I've done this week. Watch my cool tips. But haven't we just kind of done that? No, we talked about Lara Croft running real fast and what if horses could name themselves. This is not a blog. But a blog doesn't have to be necessarily what you did. It could just be what you like. I guess. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I guess that's just a different age of like this type of entertainment. Like vlogs and YouTube. If you go back far enough, they were all vlogs. But no one does vlogs now. They're all snappy little segments. And equally, podcasting has got a lot more about a specific thing for each episode of each type of podcast. I guess people learned about marketing, <laughs> but then back in the day, you had the that was that was more the information superhighway stage of all of this. But they weren't; they were kind of just radio shows that people just backed up on the internet for a fair while until iPods. And I never actually made that connection in my head that they're called podcasts because iPods. Are you sure though? Is that really true? From what from what I was seeing about the internet, because it got it wasn't always a word. iPods came out. The RSS feed thing got good. I don't know anything about that. You, you explained it to me earlier. It's like a secret batch of text which throws. Well, no, RSS is just a a standard for delivering information, whether it's text based or um, audio links or something like that that you can view in a time based sort of um, mm. feed. Mm. So instead of having like a static website, you would have a feed of things. Okay. Yeah, well, apparently between that and the invention of the iPod, that's when they sort of got popular and people started calling them podcasts. And this, the Guardian News in 2004 started using the word and then it ends up in the Oxford Dictionary, one like word of the year. And then then it was a thing. (laughs) And And then ever since it's been a thing and now we have podcasts and each year it's bigger. And since 2014, we've basically been doubling, the amount of podcasts have been doubling every year. Oh, it's insane how many there are. But still like a surprising, surprisingly small amount of people listen to them. But I guess, what is it? There's 200,000 active podcasts at the moment, but they still have blo- blogs still exist. Is that crazy to you? Oh yeah, blogs exist, of course. But like active blogs that are maintained, there's still 30 million or so out there apparently. Wow. There's about 200,000 active podcasts at the moment and about 75 million monthly use monthly downloads at there in the pool of how many people are bringing them in but it's all growing <laughs> if anyone's ever done anything to do with podcasting you know it's all a pyramid scheme where <laughs> you find a bigger podcast and you pay them five dollars and then <laughs> then you can charge other people five dollars to become a podcast <laughs> but yeah i don't know it's funny there's not a whole lot of history to it i guess now that i actually look at my thing it's it used to be called audio blogging now it's podcasting they nearly got destroyed, apparently, a while back, which is kind of crazy. The whole concept of podcast, or at least the word for podcast. Ah, uh, right. There thing- was a whole patent troll incident thing um, that yeah, yeah. hit up a whole bunch of big podcasts. And um, yeah. a bunch of them sort of fought it. And I'm pretty sure they all won. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it got <clears throat> overturned. I remember hearing about it years ago, like when I was my earliest podcast, my second earliest podcast, Skeptic's Guide, listening to them talk about it. And they were like, it's kind of shit. 
But then I didn't hear about it for years and just read about it the other day. Yeah. Um, that sort of reminds me of um, those brothers who tried to patent or claim- Yeah, the- React, the, Re- the React world guys. Oh, what are they? What were they called? I don't know. The React the React brothers who got a real bad a real bad and violent reaction to their attempt to patent the word React. <laughs> oh, the Fine Bros, the Fine Bros. Yeah. Did the Fine Bros get fined for that? Nah, nah. They just their channel got somewhat damaged, but then it re- went back to normal and it's still growing and more powerful than ever. Mm. But their faces have disappeared off of it now. Oh wow. Because I guess they're damaging to their brand now, which is <laughs> kind of crazy. I've been looking at heaps of like YouTube stuff lately, just comparing different channels, just to get an idea of how it all works, I guess. And it was funny how some channels get big. Like, usually you can see a, you can see the video where they became popular popular enough to for people to acquire enough followers to start growing lot really large. And a heap of channels like got big just from like live streaming the Fine Bros subscriber count going down really rapidly <laughs> after that happened, and that like made their channel, which I think is just hilarious. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, I don't know. That was the main stuff I was thinking. Same sort of thing. Someone, except Fine Bros, I guess, were trying to buy all React, not buy, claim all React videos. Yeah, something like that. And this patent troll was trying to, like, claim ownership of all podcasts, which would destroy all, like, indie podcasting as a thing wouldn't exist, I guess. We'd, we'd just call it something else. I don't know whether they patented the name or the whole thing of it. No, I'm not sure. They tried to patent it. Um, but yeah, back to podcasting. It's it's not the easiest hobby. You have to really keep it consistent each week. You have to release an episode because it's all about that consistency. And you've got to be writing it or you've got to be retching up content from the depths of nowhere deep within your stomach as you ad-lib it out, which is always a painful teeth-pulling experience. <laughs> well, I've always thought of it as pretty much the conversations we used to have anyway yeah. when we were trapped on a bus together just talking about whatever garbage has been filtered through the world over the last week. Yeah. Um, except now we have the ability to plan things ahead of time and real, really prep a conversation before taking part in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just having that conversation with the awareness of, like, it has to be made. <laughs> Can you imagine um, doing this, but you don't record it? Like, you have someone that you meet up with every week for drinks or something, but you both prep what you're going to talk about, <laughs> and you show up at the bar and, like, sit there, like, going through your notes. Like, so I wanted to talk about horses and what would what if they could pick their own names <laughs> the other person just like interrupts you <laughs> yeah. I, now back to horses though <laughs> and, <laughs> and then halfway to you both talk about squarespace for three minutes <laughs> eventually we'll all have a podcasting recorder kit on our shirt and that will be real life <laughs> <laughs> the future of podcasting is everyone is a podcast and you subscribe to them and they just just narrate. I guess that's back to audio blogging again. But yeah, speaking of consistency, we've reached the point in our recordings where we want to sort of change things up a little bit. So we're going to take a short break until about April 5th, which is about a week and a half, I think, is it? Yeah, April 5th, because we're moving to Thursdays instead of Mondays and we're going to initiate season two of the Butt Year podcast. Yeah. Um, we're going to make some changes, plan a lot better, um, try and structure our show so we can fit some guests onto it. That's going to be awesome. In theory. And just really have a long think about how we can make this show better. I guess we skip one recording episode. Yeah. And that gives us the time to sort of think about all this. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing it. This is our 28th episode. 
So we've been doing this for nearly yeah, six like, months. When we started recording this, I had no idea we'd be able to record 28 episodes of anything. It's pretty crazy. But somehow it's been 28 weeks. Like in the, like the zombie movie. <laughs> 28 weeks later, <laughs> starting a podcast. We're still alive. We've been running a podcast for 28 weeks. <laughs> a bit paler, <laughs> a bit croakier voiced. <laughs> but I think we got our media voice a bit better. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely have learned a whole bunch of stuff doing it. Yeah. And I mean, I guess this isn't where we first started it. We were doing it before this, but like not as a podcast. We've been doing things. Like before this, we- We've been doing random we stuff. We did Draw Swords before this, which is like a YouTube channel, which is awful. Probably don't check it out, <laughs> but it was fun. If you like fun. Do you like fun? Then then get get to that channel. And subscribe. But yeah, no content will be coming out of it. Sort of like in the same vein, in terms of consistency and commitment to things, everything I've seen about indie podcasts is everyone I've connected with have sort of shared that similar story of, I never thought I would be able to do anything every week. <laughs> and this has been great. It's amazing that I've been able to do this. Mm. It just feels good. Yeah. Like just keeping that consistency and that ball rolling. Got to get that consistency ball rolling. That consistency ball has been rolling. You got to make sure it doesn't go into the bathwater or it'll get thrown out with the baby. <laughs> and then what'll you have? You'll have no baby. Or, you'll have no consistency. Don't throw the throw the ball out. Don't throw your consistency out with the baby. <laughs> yep. Keep them keep them in separate tubs. Don't wash the baby with it. But yeah, in terms of actual information, we'll be taking a break from this episode until April 5th when we'll be back uh, every Thursday instead of Monday. And the first episode of season two will be an episode full of our favorite clips from this season with a bit of us talking in between and just having fun. But yeah. But yeah. Why did you want to start getting into podcasting? Because I sort of just came along with this, with this view. I've never been an audio person. My tendency would have been videos. I listened to a whole lot of podcasts for like the last, Jesus Christ, what year is it? Eight years? <laughs> because um, podcasts were the easiest thing to get from my school internet. You've been listening to them for eight years? I didn't realize you listened to them for that. I thought I was the first one to listen to the podcast, and I thought I got you into it. No, 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 no. Is- eight years yeah. ago, I was in high school um, and looking for something to take home with me to my dial-up internet from the school who had broadband, <laughs> and podcasts were one of the only things that wasn't blocked for downloading. Yeah. I would just load up with heaps of Hamish and Andy recap episodes and a few other shows. Yeah. And it just became the thing that I listened to most of the time. Huh. I didn't realize you listened to them so much back then. I guess mine was about seven years ago. I, when I came out of... I'm a couple of years older than Eamon. When I was at uni, I similarly, living out in the bush, had dial-up and couldn't download anything. And it's a poverty of information out there. I couldn't even watch YouTube or anything. <laughs> I know. You go outside and you like ask the nature a question and that's never satisfying. The birds just sort of chortle. You're like, what's 500 times 3, 9? And the nature is like... It's yeah, it's sort of like an indistinct answer. It's not the exact concrete number you wanted. Uh, but I did a similar thing at uni. Uh, I just took my little two gigabyte MP3 player thumbstick thing that I had, plugged it in and downloaded, pillaged gigabytes. <laughs> well, two gigabytes. Gigabyte and gigabyte of data onto my MP3 <laughs> player. And because I had a long drive to uni, I was about an hour, hour and a half out. So I'd be three hours driving in and out. So I'd listen to some, like sometimes psychology relevant stuff because that's what I was studying. It was like, entertainment um so i'd listen to it on the drive mainly not so much at home i can't listen to podcasts while i'm stationary i have to be doing something they're good for work and i like them for driving yeah one of my favorite podcasts in their live show 
um, my brother, my brother and me, they were talking about listening to podcasts. And I was like, oh, yeah, I hate listening to podcasts. There's, there's like one use case for podcasts and it's are both of your hands taken up by something. <laughs> then it's time to listen to a podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, it's so hard to keep track of. The main thing is getting someone else to listen to it. Yeah. Really, the only way to do that is to trap them in your car. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was like, and I, this is, I guess, at a time I didn't think you listened to podcasts. I was trying to get you to listen to Skeptic's Guide for ages. I guess it's just not your interest. But I no, kept... you needed to trap me in a car. <laughs> My first one was the Psych Files. I can't get them anymore. You can't get them anymore. Like, I can't download them anymore, which is how I tend to listen to podcasts. I probably could now that I have a phone, which, can, which I use as my primary pod reader thing. But for a long what, time... I, what are you... T- okay, so... What are you talking about? I, 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 I talked as if that was whimsically ages ago that I would you plug my MP3 player into the computer, download them on there, and then have them as files on the MP3. But it was only last year that I got a mobile phone that can sync to feeds... Mm. I had to download stuff as MP3 files. Oh, right. And I never had iTunes because I hate Apple. That's the worst experience you've created for yourself. I didn't mind it. I just download my own like playlist and I just pre-listened to it. I mean, I Can I ask you, when you listened with your little MP3 player, did it keep track of where you were when you turned it off? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of probably also why I preferred shorter podcasts. <laughs> This is not a good listening experience. And if anyone is listening to us on an MP3 file on a little MP3 player, throw it into the ocean and get a better thing. Nah, I'm with you. I I can see the appeal. It's really good offline, sort of, if you have no internet or phone or any technology. It's a nice bit of uh, minimalism on your part. I can see why you do it. No. But yeah, get a phone that can do it. <laughs> that, that said, when I do like pause a podcast halfway through, walk off and come back, I go, ugh, and I go to a new podcast. Uh, there's a threshold that I reach where I'm like, they're, they're just going to be promoing at the end. I can't continue mm. this. But for the most part, I'll end halfway through something and continue it all the time. I drive, so I listen to so many, and I finish yeah. half of them so many times. My current job involves a lot of sitting, so I don't listen to podcasts while doing that because it doesn't it doesn't fit for how I function hmm. with that. But like, it'll be in the morning part, the late part of my work where I'm sort of running around and all of that when I listen to stuff, and that covers about thirty to forty minutes. So it's like one episode, one shortish episode of a show that I can do. Yeah. So I have to go to a new one because I can't start halfway through because that means the next one's going to be awkward and I can't just do the whole thing <laughs> in the one go. So I have a very low velocity. I used to listen to eight hours of podcasting a day, which is crazy. Yeah. I listen to almost three hours every day, no matter what, yeah. if I'm driving. And on like that's like the average day, but then most days are a lot more than that. Ah. <sighs> Thank you, podcasts. It actually saved my 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 sanity, I think. Yeah. I guess that's why we're doing it. We're hoping to save some people's sanity in return. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, indie podcasters. We've created this bespoke day for you because we love you and what you do. And you need the support from your your community that is surrounding you. What is that one? Pod and family? Pod, pod and family, yeah. Yeah, there's a community of podcasters who use hashtag pod and family. There's one group I'm in on Facebook, um, which is Bim Bambino Podcasters, which is fans of My Brother, My Brother and Me. And it's a really good group. It's awesome. There's like about 400 people in it. Oh, wow. And almost everyone is running a podcast. That's cool. There's a master list of podcasts who fans of that one show and have been inspired by it. 
And most of them have been inspired yeah. to make their own ones. And it's just insane. That's really cool. Yeah. That's such a cool community. Yeah. Hopefully one day um, someone from that group will be able to show the actual brothers that this is a thing that everyone's been working to create. Podden family is pretty big, I think, but it, it's not. there's no one place where all the Podden family members are. No. It's just a hashtag you see that connects everyone and they all support each other. Like, it kind of blows my mind. Maybe it does exist and I just haven't found it yet. But like a Discord for like podcasters? Yeah. Because it seems kind of like the natural place for like podcasters to accumulate and just talk about podcasting. I don't Maybe. know. It'd be like a cool cool resource for collaboration. But then then you like Eamon's argument is we're all done talking. <laughs> yeah. By the time <laughs> it's time to go and do something else, you're probably not interested in talking to other people. I think I would be. I'm I'm also um always trying to connect with people and find more people to talk to. So I think that'd be mm. pretty cool. I'm sure there's something. Not necessarily a pod and family one, maybe. Maybe there is just a just a podcast in Discord. If anyone knows of one, totally like tweet it at us. I'm actually kind of curious. I wouldn't mind getting involved in that. Um so thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> About podcasting this time. It's hyper meta. It's the But Yeah podcast. <laughs> And you can tweet us at ButYearPod on Twitter and just let us know how you're going. If you run a podcast, let us know. We'll share your stuff if you listen to our show and we'll have a chat. You can also email us, ButYearPod at gmail.com. And you can find us in various places around on the web. We have an Instagram and things like that. We're going to be looking to collaborate more often. So if you're interested in like collaborating with us or just like us coming on yours or you coming on ours if you have a podcast that'd be pretty cool too that'd be awesome um the best place to get us for that would be on our twitter um and just direct message because i'll check that other than that we're gonna go enjoy our break and take (laughs) a little time to plan and relax and sort of just go on a tomb raid i think yeah with our good fast running girl lara even though, like, we're not that fit, and I don't think she was that fit because she only, like, she worked as, like, a delivery bike rider. I mean, a, like, a bicycle, and though. You have to be pretty fit for, a bicycle, pretty fit yeah. for that shit. Yeah, but not, like, Olympic-level Olympic, Olympic level fit. Have you tried riding a bicycle more than a meter? It sucks. Yes. It sucks. That's no, great. It sucks. <laughs> um, so, we will see you when we're back from the tomb. And we'll bring you back an ancient artifact. Yeah. I'm not sure what it's going to be. It's probably just going to be a disease. (laughs) Malaria. Malaria. Ancient smallpox. Uh, So we will see you on April 5th. Bye. Bye. How meta can we go? Hello, welcome to But Yeah Podcast with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Eamon. And I'm not. Hello and welcome to... Oh. But Yeah, the podcast. I done beamed it up. (laughs) Let me start again. Hello and welcome to... No, that doesn't work. I hate it. You need to take a shot, I think. I don't have any. I would have to drive away. What? What? But then how do you drive back? Because you've taken the shot. (laughs) Bring the shot back here first. All right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, fuck. <laughs>